Hi, welcome to the Dream Decoders podcast. Uh, This is our first real episode. We're so excited that you joined us. And today we're actually going to talk about end time dreams, only because we've been hearing so many people are having all of these end of the world apocalyptic dreams, and we just wanted to talk about it. And there's actually this one dream in particular that's been going around, and it's from Pastor Dana Cornerstone in Kentucky. And uh, we just wanted to kind of talk about it. And so I'm just going to give you a brief kind of uh, outline of the dream. And Alicia and I are just going to chat about it. So basically, what happened is around last December, he had this vivid dream about um, COVID and everything kind of happening in this time frame. And then after that, in the last few months, he had a series um, of, he had two more dreams. Um, And the last one that was going around, basically, he saw so many things. He saw people in in their homes with guns, uh, kind of trying to protect themselves. He saw a lot of lawlessness. He saw um, like a vacuum of uh, money being taken up from the bank. He saw um, he was trying to get change and like we were stopped uh, minting coins. He saw... um, Russia and China and the UN kind of invading the area. He saw the the White House. He saw the Oval Office, and we had no leadership. President Trump was nowhere to be seen. Um, and we're just going to talk about this. And uh, just Ali, just coming from what I'm talking about, what's your the first thoughts in your mind? Well, I mean, we know that the enemy wants to scare people into believing that there is no hope, mm-hmm. that there is nothing good that's coming about now in times. I mean, we, we see it in the news being fed constantly about how bad things are and how much worse they're getting. And every time you turn on the news, it's something bad. Right. And even social media, sometimes you don't even have to get on the news. For us, you know, <laughs> new generations and whatnot, we're constantly on Instagram and whatnot. Um, but it is a constant feed of fear. And I think that that's kind of what tells me that this particular dream that this man had, this pastor, um, says that it's it's not a prophetic dream, meaning it's already going to happen. I think it's more so, uh, and we're, we're going to discuss this a little more of the differences between the two, but it, I believe that it's more of a, hey, let's go to prayer um, dream versus it's going to happen. Right. And I think what's also super important to discuss and bring to people's attention is the importance of coupling wisdom and discernment Mm -hmm. when we have these experiences, knowing like when you have a dream and you wake up and you're like, what kind of like identifying, what kind of dream am I having? Is this prophetic? Is this intercession? Is this warning? What's going on? And even if you don't know, you know, how to decipher that and how to like set it apart, I think knowing to be wise and go to a person that's been established, that has been doing this for a while. And even if you don't know that, finding resources that are not just anything like, you know, wiki, (laughs) as I like to call the wiki answers, you know, Um, though there might be helpful in the moment and you think you have it figured out. It's always a take it to God first. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, dream interpretation, whether we're gifted or not or whatever, it always comes from God. It never has to do with any of, of us. It has to do with God and him providing that answer. So I would just suggest like, you know, if we, we do have dreams like that, that we don't just assume the first thing that comes to mind, like, oh my gosh, and go into terror and panic, um, especially with these types of dreams, because mm-hmm. I'm sure they're not fun to have. Right. Um, however, just being wise and having that discernment to know right. that, hey, this is important and God is giving it to me. Why? Yeah. Asking the question why. Um, it's very important. Yeah, I think that's great. I think um, keeping in mind, when I first heard this dream, um, 
Well, the Lord's been talking to me a lot about this season and I've been very hopeful and actually very much at peace and hearing this dream, it just kind of sucked out all of the hope out of me mm-hmm. and just this, this like feeling of fear and right away I recognize, okay, there's a spirit attached to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my first thought was, this is what the enemy has planned. This is what, this is his idea of what he wants to do, not God's. Right. And I mean, I always explain this way to people like the enemy, let's say we're in a desert, right? And you start digging and you keep digging and all of a sudden you see moisture, right? All of a sudden you're going to find an area that has a weak point that the enemy is going to keep digging in that area. Right now, everybody, whether you're a believer, non-believer, the fear is a very constant thing in our in our country, right? And even other countries. And it's just like running rampant. So right now, what he's trying to instill even more is that fear and get it like that foothold and that stronghold mm-hmm. in there of fear and, and, and people, the believers specifically, you know, because... Faith is what moves mountains. That's what gets right. us to move. And if we're paralyzed by fear, we can't move forward. So I think I believe that that's what the enemy's real right. tool is right now, is trying to instill fear, mm-hmm. whether in, in, in our dreams, in our daily lives, in our own lives, like with things that are happening in our personal as well as corporate you know, in the churches and the world and so on. Right. And remember, like, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I think the scripture that actually just keeps popping up in this season is John 10, 10, mm. where the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but he comes to give life and life more abundantly. Yeah. Everybody always focuses on the first part mm-hmm. of that. And I love, and I love the fact that you finished the whole thing, you know, in context, the whole thing, not just the first part. Yeah. Yes. The enemy does come to kill, steal, and destroy, but who's more powerful and yeah. more full of life is it's God. And that's who we serve ultimately. So we have to remember kind of like David, you know, when all the, all the Israelites were scared of uh, Goliath yelling and, you know, saying all the things he was going to do. And, you know, David goes, who is this Phil- uncircumcised is Philistine? This yeah. Who is this dude? You know, what is he talking about? Don't you guys know who we serve? Yeah. You know? And I think that it's a really good reminder. I mean, these people in the Bible, they bear their scars and what the things that they went through for us to learn from it. And, and I think it's easy for us to sometimes glorify them and see them as like these big heroes of the faith, which they are. Um, but they're not people. Taking, but they're yeah. people and they went yeah. through the same struggles that we, mm-hmm. I mean, look at Gideon, right? Gideon was like, not only is my tribe the worst of the, like, you know, the yeah, tribes of Israel, but I'm my so family's small. the least mm-hmm. and then I'm the least out of my family, you know? And he was trying to, he was so full of fear, but yet God said, arise you mighty warrior you know so we need to remember what what god is speaking versus what the enemy is speaking yes it's very true we have the two Mm -hmm. you know a lot of the times but ultimately who do we serve right and i think those two examples with david and gideon what we see with uh david is he knew who he was yeah like he could identify of like why is this guy saying talking about my god like that like he knew not only who he was but he also knew who god was right and then with gideon it was all about identity like he did not know who he was right and it's funny that it's like the two differences but still and even then whether you're on either side of the spectrum it just goes to show god still is in the midst of it all and saying yes no i got this like i'm gonna propel you forward oh you're afraid let me take let me take more soldiers off to show you who I am, and it's not done in your strength, it's mm-hmm. done in my strength. And so it's a really good thing to remember, I mean, when we're reading the scripture, not to just go through it, like, just knowing the story and just kind of, you know, just to check mark and say that we read the Bible and we read the stories. I think it's very important to kind of really focus on that and what the emotions were and placing ourselves kind of in the story. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important. Yeah. But going back to the, the conversation about the dream, 
Um, God does give those, allow those kind of dreams for the enemy to overplay his hand, but we have to remember whose hand is heavier. Just right. saying. <laughs> so do you um, know of any good example of a dream, like a prophetic dream, mm-hmm. to kind of feel the difference between what what I told you about the pastor's dream to like what what's a, a prophetic dream? A prophetic dream will always be very literal. Like mm-hmm. there's not going to be very many weird things in it. So you won't see like, you know, a flying pizza next to your ear or you know all of a sudden you're you're gonna jump from one place to another and just like you know start flying those are the kind of dreams that are metaphoric if you notice you know a third of the bible is dedicated to dreams and and visions and things like that so obviously uh, or was it three-fourths of the bible (laughs) something like that my bad um but yeah no i mean a lot of the bible is dedicated to that and i think that Obviously, that's how God speaks to a lot of us. Right. And so the way to discern and to know it's it's metaphoric. You're going to see a lot of weird things in the dream. Mm-hmm. And you're still going to wake up with that it's important yeah. feeling. Even though, even if it's a weird dream, you're still going to wake up with that. I feel like God is speaking mm-hmm. to me. I feel like this is important. Now, when it's a prophetic dream, you almost kind of w- wake up with a certainty that this is, this is it. Um, there's not very many things. Like, everything's going to seem normal in a dream. It's almost, you're not going to be able to tell the the difference between reality and the dream and i think that that's a big key point when you're having a prophetic dream versus a metaphoric dream where mm-hmm. you need an interpretation and is there ever any time would you say that sometimes a prophetic dream could have metaphor in it as well yes i think that there's there's metaphoric parts mm-hmm. and you'll know because they'll seem very real mm-hmm. and very normal and then and, and and you know you're gonna know that's the the, the prophetic and then you're gonna have a patch of it that has like and then all of a sudden it went to this weird land and we yeah. were doing this, you know. <laughs> You're going to know then, oh, okay, that part needs to be interpreted, but this one's like a prophetic part. Right. It is very possible. And you can have a dream within a dream. And these are going to be things that we're going to discuss as we go along. But, yeah, definitely that those are some key points that you can have when discussing or when trying to interpret a dream and knowing the mm-hmm. difference between a prophetic and a me- metaphoric dream. I just thought it was really important to discuss this because um, I know a lot of people that actually set me this dream talk to me like uh, quite a bit quite a bit of people and they're like, like what do you think what do you feel with what's going on and I'm like guys no like I like God has so much for us still there's you know it's like Jeremiah 29 11 he he knows what he has for us a hope and a future mm-hmm. and um, I think in these crazy times that we're living in, it's so easy to get distracted with all the chaos. Mm-hmm. But who is the author of our peace? And kind of going back to like, what does the word of God says? And what, even like all those promises and things that God has told us that we can still stand on. And we don't just be like, oh, the end is near and chuck it all out. And, you know. Right. No, I mean, and that's kind of hard too, because you have people running to other prophetic people, which is fine. I mean, we, you know, we're here for, to interpret dreams yeah. and stuff like that. But I, I would say the very first thing you should do whenever you have these type of situations where you do get a word or or you hear a word or you hear a dream, whatever the case may be, that you take it to God first yes. and get that peace first from mm-hmm. God because God ultimately is going to have the answer. I mean, I can't re- say that enough. Mm-hmm. God is always going to be your first source. Always run to God first. And if you feel like, hey, I really should pray about it. Who should I take this to? God will show you. God wants to speak. God wants to direct you and put you in the right direction. So always take it to God. Always. It's going to be the Mm -hmm. best way to calm down that, you know, nervousness and things like that. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And um, I know there's times where we're trying to navigate our dream life and what do we do with it and who can we trust and who can we turn to. But 
ultimately, instead of people, like you're saying, like we go, to, we go to Father God, we go to Holy Spirit. Um, and when we are going to all these different people, I know there are times where I would send dreams to multiple people. Mm-hmm. And there are still, I do that, but <laughs> there are people I know and I trust. And, right, they've um, been established. Yeah, they're, they're established. But then there are other people that um, they don't have that. They don't know who to turn to or how to turn to. And I, I think that it helps to have like established relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And then even exactly what you're saying, not just with dream interpretation, but with the prophetic and, oh, I had this word from God or this person came and gave me this prophetic word to test the word. Even if you're coming to us sending you your dreams, test the word. Like it, yeah. bring everything before God, like you were saying, I think it's just so important. And I think some people, I, I, Growing up in church, I've had so many people come up to me <laughs> and give me a thus saith the Lord for my life. And I'm sitting there going, uh, uh, thus it. did it not say it the Lord, <laughs> yeah. but may God bless you and keep you always. You know, like, <laughs> well, but I've had an established relationship right. with him. So that did not resonate with my spirit that there was like, Mm-mm. but now imagine if you're not, you don't have that like exactly. secure, solid ground with the Lord and somebody comes and gives you a word like that mm-hmm. and you, tr- you change your trajectory yes. of your life based on this word because you you do want to be faithful you do want to have that mm-hmm. faith and jump you know and, and take that leap of faith and that's very valid but what i'm saying is it, that 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 point right there would have been a big turning point for your life oh, you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. so that's where where i say go to god have build that relationship with god you'll learn you'll hear his, this is the sh- my, my sheep know my voice yes right and so you know when you're getting a prophetic word and there's some gonna there's gonna be some words that you hear and you're like yeah okay and then god says no 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 yeah this is a word maybe not for now but for later like don't don't discard it you, you know just put it on the shelf you put it on the shelf yeah and and you know growing up um i didn't have the prophetic at first mm-hmm. you know i think I, we have a little bit of a different background when it comes to yeah. that i grew up kind of in a church that talked about healing and prophetic and stuff but we never saw it in action it was more of the the pastor comes and touch your head and you you get slain in the spirit whether you <laughs> like it or not you know your courtesy fall <laughs> but you know i didn't grow up with the prophetic and so when i did come into it i was kind of in awe because the ver- very one of the first prophetic words that i ever got was dead on you know yeah. and i was like what how do you like, know my how life? do you know my life <laughs> you know you've been stalking me once you know you kind of got that and so you do get in this awe moment of god Right. And the, and the person giving the prophetic word, mm-hmm. but be cautious. Yeah. I would say be cautious because not all prophetic words are come from God. Even if that person has gotten it right before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another valid point is, um, you know, it says we, we know in part, we prophesy in part. Yeah. So I think that sometimes, you know, we have to be careful that it's not a flesh word or, or somebody that just maybe is sensing your spirit or something like that. Um, so we, I would just say, be careful with those and pray and take it to God always. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I um I think that as we continue and as we grow, guys, if anything that we're seeing kind of resonates with you, you have any questions, send us in your comments, your questions, concerns, dreams, prophetic word, like anything. Like we're here, we want to help, and we're again, we're here to um, be a service to you, and we just we want to help, we want to share um, our gifts, and um, we have in our own lives. You know, we've we've served on ministry teams, we've worked with ministries, we've done all of these things, and we're just in a new season in our lives where. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both very busy, got so much going on and we just both have kind of this dropped in our spirit of like, you know, it's time we got to take some time out and, um, articulate these, communicate this well, because I know growing up, um, it wasn't communicated very well. Some of this Mm -hmm. stuff, it was just very, um, being a dreamer, being like an insane, crazy dreamer, Mm -hmm. um, everyone just thought I thought it was weird too like everyone was like oh that's a little weird I don't know about you like, right, right. like they know? don't know what to do with you yeah. so they kind of put you in this category yeah. of like 
yeah, pray about that, and that's yeah, it. Like, yeah, you and have I'm like, no, no but what's happening? Like, I, I remember going through a season where it was more exhausting to go to sleep than to be awake because so much was happening in the night for me. Yeah, <laughs> we're recording in a backyard, guys, just so y'all know. That's just a puppy. <laughs> but <laughs> she look crazy. It's fine. <laughs> but. Anyways, so to continue on this topic, oops, sorry guys, we apologize. Latte! Okay, I think we're fine. Alright, and so, you know. We're real, by the way. Yeah. Like, we, um, we were kind of going back and forth. We could do this, we have a studio, we have all the equipment, we could do everything we can do, but I think us in our conversations going back and forth, this is the most authentic that we can be, because this is how we are, and this is how we've kind of established within our flow and our relationship like and you were even saying before like when you get around me your prophetic starts to bubbling up and the same thing for me and you'll notice that with certain people like you get around certain people yeah things will start kind of increasing yeah like you start noticing something you start just you know discernment kicks up your prophetic you start feeding and bouncing off of each other yeah definitely and then the next thing you know you're like oh i was thinking that and i I was was thinking that too you know and and then that's kind of how it works when you're around a group of people and moving in the spirit and stuff like that. So, and, and also I do want to point out if there's words that we use, cause you know, some of the, we've, we've grown up kind of in the, well, we've kind of grown up in the church at this, like, you know, for a long time now. Well, and we're going to do a episode, I think, and we'll kind of go over our lives. Testimonies. Just so you guys, yeah. So you guys can get <laughs> to know crazy. us a little bit better. Our backgrounds are so interesting Yeah. because definitely. you wouldn't think, I think looking at both of us, you really wouldn't think that, we ended up in yeah, the same like how yeah. how did the, how did this how did these two people's lives intersect yeah <laughs> definitely i mean i was born in mexico she was born here you know so that just tells you how far we've come <laughs> oh alicia <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean and and the one thing i did want to bring up is you know sometimes we use words that are commonly used in the church but you might not know what they mean so please comment below or you know however you want to go about that if you want to message us on instagram on this app please do so we are more than happy to explain what we mean by certain things and if we do say something like well we'll probably we'll do our best to kind of slow down and try to like interpret yeah Yeah, (laughs) like this actually means this yeah because we definitely want to give you guys as much information as we can and and make it simple you know what i mean it doesn't have to be complicated i think that's the great thing about jesus is that he spoke in parables Mm -hmm. to make people understand and make it easy and that's what we're trying to do is make it easy for you guys give you easy language to put language to your dreams yeah and you know what Uh, thanks for stopping in and listening to us today and um we're trying to make this as simple as possible, just like she said, because we're not trying to overcomplicate it. If you look at Jesus' life, he wasn't a complicated person. Yeah. It was straightforward, and I think too many people try to overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Um, but they say, you know, if you really truly know something, you, you, you can be able to communicate it in the most simplest Easily, form. Yeah. So uh, that is our heart, and that's what we're trying to do. And uh, we're going to get back to you next week, and we are so excited about it, and we will come be coming back to you with some more dream interpretation and some story time this week. Thank you for stopping by. That was Allie and Arlene with the dream decoders.